Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first story is Microsoft anti-malware operation inadvertently takes millions of servers offline. Millions of servers that depend on dynamic domain name services from no IP experienced outages recently after Microsoft took over the company's operations for three days, claiming that hackers were exploiting the firm's system to attack Windows users. No IP officials criticized Microsoft's actions, saying it affected many innocent organizations. They said they've always cooperated with other companies when issues like this have arisen, but that Microsoft never contacted them. Users affected by the actions, including some Internet security service providers, said Microsoft went overboard, particularly because there's no indication no IP was involved in the attacks. Microsoft, however, said no IP and parent company VitalWorks Internet Solutions bore responsibility for not running their infrastructure so that hackers couldn't frequently exploit it, even after receiving complaints about such problems. The attackers used the infrastructure to infect victims with the Blotabindi Trojan, which provides backdoor access to a PC and steals sensitive information from the computer, and the Jenksus worm, which opens a backdoor on infected machines. Richard Dominguez Boscovich, Assistant General Counsel for Microsoft's Digital Crimes Unit, said in a blog that 245 types of malware exploit no IP domains and that all of and that of all dynamic domain name service providers, hackers use no-IP domains 93% of the time for Blatabindi and Jenksis infections. After determining this, Boscovich said, Microsoft, which has taken part in other big anti-malware operations, obtained a U.S. court order letting it become the domain name authority for no-IP's 23 free domains. The company said it did so to identify and reroute the malicious traffic to servers it controls. However, NoIP said, Microsoft didn't provide domain name services to many innocent organizations, perhaps because his system couldn't handle all of the NoIP traffic it received. Our second story is, Group unveils a new OpenSSL roadmap. The backers of the OpenSSL, Open Source Internet Security Protocol, the subject of a huge security scare earlier this year, have unveiled a new development roadmap for the technology. They said a new plan is necessary because of the problems OpenSSL has experienced and because many users see the encryption technology as not being developed in a sufficiently open and responsive manner. OpenSSL, which is an open source implementation of the secure sockets layer and transport layer security protocols, is used by many web servers. In April, researchers found a serious memory handling flaw in its Heartbleed extension which helps maintain internet connections without the need for continuous online activity. Attackers could exploit the bug to access an application's memory and then steal sensitive data and private encryption keys, a problem that occurred several times. Over the years, OpenSSL has had little funding and has been backed by just one developer and a few volunteers. Many experts say this may have allowed the Heartbleed flaw to occur and go unnoticed for two years. Major technology companies subsequently contributed money 
and formed a core infrastructure initiative to support key open source platforms that don't have enough resources, starting with OpenSSL. The group released a new roadmap for the technology, which will focus on problems such as a lack of a clear release platform or security strategy, as well as a large backlog of bug reports, poor documentation, code complexity, maintenance problems, and inadequate code review. The plan calls for steps such as developing a code review process and a support plan, reducing code complexity, and responding to bug reports within four working days. This process could last several months. Our final story is movie theaters ban Google Glass. Movie theaters in the UK are taking steps to ban the Google Glass wearable computer just six days after the product went on sale in the country. The UK Cinema Exhibitors Association, which represents the interests of about 90% of UK theater operators, is devising a no-glass policy that would apply to any wearable device that can record video. The UK's view theater chain is already planning to require customers wearing Google Glass devices to remove them before the lights dim. The Alamo Drafthouse Cinema chain in the U.S., which has 15 theaters and more under construction, already has this policy. Theater owners say their concern is piracy. Google Glass can record 45 minutes of video, and they fear that teams of glass-wearing customers could record entire films for illegal resale. Recording movies in theaters is responsible for the vast majority of movie piracy. Google responded that glass is not really suitable for piracy because it lights up when activated and is not worn over the eyes, making it difficult to aim directly at a screen. The company said cinemas that are still concerned should treat glass like mobile phones and request that users turn it off before a movie begins. Thank you for listening, and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.